Welcome to Be Alive, a podcast produced by the Diocese of St. Augustine. Join us as we listen to the voices of young people share about faith, prayer, community, and the journey to sainthood. Be engaged. Be inspired. Be empowered. Be alive. Hi, Father Bob. How are you? Hello, Liz. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. It's it's a busy time um, getting into all of our summer events and VBS and youth ministry summer plans and just everything around the parish projects to touch up things around the parish. Do you guys have any summer rejuvenation that you're doing over at your parish? Um, yes, yes. But for the sake of brevity and so this podcast doesn't become about that list, <laughs> um, we'll say that for when, when you turn off the recording, maybe. <laughs> So, but um, but more importantly, we have someone with us today, right? We have we have Frank Palmieri with us. Frank, welcome. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Thanks for being here. Frank, you want to introduce yourself? Hey, everybody listening out there. Uh, my name is Frank Palmieri. I am a college student at FSCJ, going heading into my uh, my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I'm basically just hanging out for the summer enjoying it while it lasts and you know taking my quick break from school and then we're gonna uh dive back in in the fall Mm. nice very good very good you gotta enjoy those breaks when you when you can get them huh right i got like what three left and then like i actually start (laughs) (laughs) i think that's how that works right yeah yeah depending on what jobs you get as an adult you don't get as many of the breaks (laughs) Right. <laughs> Hopefully you still get a little vacation here or there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get to enjoy your time. Um, so yeah, we so. wanted to have you on, Frank, and kind of get to talk about faith and your family and things like that. So maybe to start us off, could you share what faith was like in your household growing up and kind of how your parents shared faith with you as a kid? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so growing up, I actually was not Catholic. The only Catholic member in our family was my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of us were Lutheran, you know, mm-hmm. under my mom. We went to a parish called Shepherd of the Woods uh, Lutheran Church. And uh, it's up in like Deerwood, Jacksonville mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, awesome little parish. Um, we would go about every every week. Maybe mm-hmm. we would miss a week here and there, but... Um, as a kid, I always remember going there and it used to be like a really big, warm, you know, welcoming community. And yeah. I do the kid things, just go to Bible <laughs> school. And um, my parents made sure to, you know, kind of give me the basics. You know, I was never like totally separate from religion as a kid. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I knew, you know, God, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> um, Mary and Joseph. And um, I think um, as a kid, I was always kind of a um, laid, like still kind of as I am now, laid back and always, you know, respectful and kind to everybody around me. Yeah. And that was always kind of like my connector, I would say, as a kid, looking Mm -hmm. back on it with that and religion. So I feel like even though religion And this might be the same for most kids, too, is kind of like always on a back burner just because, you know, so much is going on. I feel like that I was never really too far away from religion. So 
Um, I definitely knew the foundations and what everything was about, mm-hmm. but um, I made sure not to be like too far away from it. Well, my parents made sure that <laughs> I wasn't too far away from it. Um, and yeah, I'm really grateful to th- for that. They uh, made sure that I at least had some bit of a religious life as a kid. Yeah, yeah. And was faith, was faith as far as a personal faith, was that kind of openly talked about at your house or was it kind of more um, faith in general that was introduced, but not necessarily? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So I think faith really wasn't like talked about, mm-hmm. you know, I maybe like the furthest we would go is um, maybe I'd come home or, you know, it'd be like our normal Sunday, we'd all come mm-hmm. home from church, and then like maybe lunch, or like that evening, you'd be like, oh, how was Bible school? And I'd be right. like, it was great. <laughs> I got the color. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think we really talked about faith as much as like, um, you know, like in my childhood years, mm-hmm. I think that was kind of something that came along after I um, moved in uh third grade going in the fourth grade to uh, San Juan yeah what was that change like um well for me like um I guess in the so my social life it was kind of hard you know like um I really only had friends kind of in the local area for me I mean now you know growing up San Juan is local but (laughs) Um, I never knew too many people um, up towards the Mandarin area. Mm-hmm. So moving in was kind of difficult. Uh, my mom tried to, you know, have me and my sister connect with a few families um, the summer before we moved, because um, we both moved at the same time from two different schools. Mm-hmm. But um, moving in, it was definitely a little weird. Um and one thing I will say um, that I definitely remember is they told me like, oh, yeah, you'll be learning religion here. And I was like, oh, OK, so it'll be like, you know, Bible school or something every day. That's cool, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, the change itself, um, when it came to a faith life, definitely there was not too much of a change right off the bat. You know, I think it definitely took a while for me to you know, start being like, oh, wow, you know, like, um, things are actually building. And, you know, I'm starting to comprehend more of like the fullness of the church. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what was that like to kind of begin to take on the faith as your own? And, and what did that lead you to exploring? Um, so it was definitely weird, um, going to school, and there was, you know, like an hour we would go to church. I was like, whoa, really? It's like, I'm, I don't even feel like I'm in school anymore. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think fourth, fourth through sixth grade, there really wasn't much going on when it came to, you know, sacraments besides like confession and um, obviously, you know, the Eucharist. Right. But, um, once I started getting into my middle school years, you really mm-hmm. started to see everybody in your class like develop in their faith mm-hmm. and taking these uh, big steps um, in their own faith lives. And when you're 
a Protestant or a Lutheran like I was back then, it's not that you really feel left out because mm -hmm. I have still um, went every once in a while to the Lutheran church just for right. service, but not nearly as much as I did as a kid. Yeah. Um, but, you know, sometimes you kind of sit and you, and you wonder, you're like, well, now that I'm basically here, yeah. I go to mass here once a week. And, you know, I know basically everybody who attends the church with me. Right. It'd be nice to start to, you know, grow with these people instead of, you know, just being here doing nothing. Kind of sitting sideline. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what were those next steps? So definitely um convincing or not not convincing we weren't there yet but <laughs> ask asking my mom i was like hey you know all my friends are taking these big steps being you know catholics do you think i could become catholic too and it's funny that i asked her that because she went to a catholic school with my dad mm -hmm. um when they were kids too and she had the same exact thing um, with her parents. She was like, hey, can I become a Catholic just so I can feel included? And, um, you know, my grandparents told her no. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of what she felt when, um, you know, little kid me and uh, <laughs> my sister asked if we could, um, you know, convert to Catholicism. But um, I ended up becoming part of a, um, a friend group by, um, you know, god's god's own way i guess mm. um they, they were a really spiritual and um good group mm -hmm. and i didn't know but um one of my closest friends in that group ended up bringing me uh much closer to the school priest uh mm -hmm. father john tetlow mm -hmm. and um i ended up getting to know him a little bit before i graduated and you know, I went to everybody's confirmation, all my friends and everything. I was there, um, you know, didn't really think too much of it, but um, I saw them all, you know, really having a good time and enjoying that moment, that beautiful moment. And I was like, wow, you know, it must be nice. And um, I ended up going to St. Joseph Academy High School and mm -hmm. in, um, in St. Augustine mm -hmm. out of my personal choice. Yeah. Um, I had really gotten used to like the smaller school setting yeah. Okay. and, um, you know, had really grown accustomed to, you know, the private school life. Yeah. So, um, I think it was that year, um, I really got hit hard with, um, you know, everybody had kind of like moved on and mm -hmm. started a new chapter, um, you know, obviously in the social sense, but I think what I was lacking is that I didn't have that in a spiritual sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, there was really no like concrete way for me to, you know, connect with God because I still kind of had that barrier that I was a Protestant, but living in like, you know, the Catholic world. You know world. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that year, I kind of, you know, there was definitely a few bumps in the road and, uh, in high school my freshman year but um you know I ended up sitting down with my mom and uh father john and I was like hey you know and I know I've asked this many times but it'd be great if I could you know actually become catholic and you know take my personal faith life into my hands and kind of you know 
grow with it in high school because those yeah. are like you know before most important years of finding yourself and where you yeah. are yeah yeah so then what was that like to um spoiler alert I do know where the story goes um <laughs> what was that like to um to, to get that agreement from mom and then move forward with um receiving your sacraments and coming fully into the church that Easter vigil um, it was really nice, you know, um, Father John and I, you know, sat down after my mom gave me the yes. Obviously, mm -hmm. my dad was supportive because, yeah. you know, he was already Catholic. Yeah. But um, we ended up sitting down and talking, me and Father John, and he was like, you know, you're going to private high school right now, and you've been mm -hmm. going to, you know, a private school and learning about religion and theology since the fourth grade, so I don't really see any reason why... Um, you need to you delay to, yeah like have to <laughs> yeah. wait you know yeah. we, could, we could push you and you could be in this easter vigil you've been pretty and formed was, yeah. yeah right <laughs> and i was like oh cool and um <laughs> we would we sat down i guess instead of rcia i mean obviously i went to like the important meetings for rcia yes, but yes, you did. me and father john had like our own little private class and he was like is there anything that you still don't get or do you have yeah. any questions about kind of in like the deeper sense yeah, because he knew um, he knew he was pushing for a slight bit of an acceleration just because it was already into that RCIA year. So he right. did kind of additional um, meetings with you to kind of just tune up, make sure that everything yes. was you make know sure caught I'm, up and everything. I'm all there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, so then um, you felt prepared going into Easter Vigil. Yeah, no, it was yeah. a really good experience. Um, I remember, you know, obviously it's a great mass, great service. Mm -hmm. um, you know, starting outside with everybody else who's getting ready to be um, confirmed too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's nighttime outside and there's the big, you know, beautiful procession into the church with all of us. Yeah. And um, being there with my dad definitely was nice um, as my sponsor being confirmed mm -hmm. just because I, I had always looked up to him for like everything during yeah. my childhood. And so um, it was kind of cool to see that he was already like part of the faith and yeah. you know church that I wanted to be a part of so mm -hmm. yeah um it clicked well there and then I had a few friends actually show up um from middle school but mm -hmm. um since I had gone to their confirmation as well so <laughs> and you know ironically those were some of the people that really pushed me to become a better person and grow in my faith life during high school yeah yeah so you after receiving the sacraments you um, continued to grow in high school and you continued to participate. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think I well, yeah. <laughs> Liz probably knows a lot about this because there's a lot of people that do this, but freshman year of high school, I, w I went to youth group a lot, um, you know, for the prime reason of just kind of staying in touch with my middle school friends. Mm -hmm. I really just wanted to see them and check up on them once a week and, you know, make sure we were all there. Yeah. But um, once you kind of moved into sophomore year, especially me, because I had started this new chapter in my faith life, mm -hmm. it was kind of like, well, there might be something more here now. I feel <laughs> like, you know, I can actually dive into everything at, and, you know, its fullness. So yeah. um, with that being said, I started going to youth group a lot, like mm -hmm. every, every week. Um, mm -hmm. I'm definitely a younger child so I wasn't able to actually drive 
until <laughs> junior year, but um, I went as much as I could. And yeah. um, I went on spring raw of 20, 20, 2018, mm -hmm. um, raw 15. And um, going to that the first time, as well as going to Steubenville once before that during the summer, um, mm -hmm. really definitely was like the first big push that I had in my faith life. Um, yeah. you, I feel like going to church and bringing that home to your family and talking mm -hmm. about it, it might start to get old, but when you have <laughs> these like crazy experiences on retreats and mm. conferences and all these beautiful things you can tell your family about, mm. I mean, it starts to, you know, bring, you know, faith and religion into more of, you know, the family household conversations. Yeah. yeah so so what so how did things change at home as, um, as all this as as your journey progressed so i I'll, I'll be honest with you i was way too caught up um doing me <laughs> in high school so you know as you sort of should be as a high right? schooler <laughs> um, <laughs> so kind of just you know uh, making my own way and mm obviously growing more and um one day i i came home and something something happened my mom was like you know um i think i might talk to father john about um you know converting and potentially becoming catholic and i was like wow really that's cool awesome and then you know i just go back and do my own thing but at the same time my sister was kind of in the same spot I was mm -hmm. um, back at San Juan. We're about, I think we're four, four years apart and like, you know, school okay. years. Mm -hmm. So she was most likely in her like six, she was in her middle school years. Yeah. And um, she had recently switched back to a, a public school. But at the same time, I think a lot of her friends from San Juan, mm -hmm. you know, were taking those steps as well. Yeah. And I mean, you know, not to put myself in, in the spotlight, but I mean, <laughs> she saw me doing all the, you know, awesome things that youth group and San Juan was still offering in yeah. high school, as well as what my own high school had to offer, you right. know, all the mission trips and, um, school activities that we had you know there was um like discernment clubs and everything right. that you know okay. you would get invited to these things because some of the teachers I guess just saw saw me grow and yeah you know really go for you know the big part of my faith life you know yeah. so I think that also brought her and my mom a little bit closer and you know the things turned out very well for you. So they saw right. that. And, right. Yeah. They saw one thing kind of lead to another and they were like, wow, you know, I think it's, it's a little bit more than just um, converting and, you know, starting a faith life somewhere else. You're like actually um, kicking it up into the next gear, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it two easter vigils ago now yes so right in the middle of quarantine yeah right in the <laughs> right in the smack middle um when when san juan got back in session it wasn't mm -hmm. too much longer after that um mm -hmm. we had the uh it wasn't the easter vigil but it was yes. like 
the mask that we had. It was the makeup. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the delayed reception. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For um, all the RCIA candidates there. And um, it was actually nice because not only my mom and my sister were, you know, um, being confirmed, but I also had a few friends from youth group um as there as well uh, mm -hmm. being confirmed so it was it was a nice little mass to go to and um I was my sister's sponsor so mm -hmm. I mean that you know it's kind of like the icing on the cake for me and I'm sure it was for her too but um yeah, yeah really good experience there and um you know you kind of look back and you're like oh wow cool they're uh they they're joining <laughs> as well and then I'm like oh wait <laughs> I may have had something to do with this so. right right and you're not you're not an isolated story. We see that a lot that sometimes as much as we might think that it's always going to be parents evangelizing to their youth. Um, we've seen it repeated throughout our youth ministry, throughout the diocese, that sometimes it's youth who their involvement in the church inspires their family to either join or maybe make a new commitment or re renew that commitment and um, maybe get involved more themselves too. So yeah, no, I always yeah. think it's a beautiful story to share. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and we're I think we're seeing a resurgence of evangelization and and of catechesis such mm -hmm. that you know there was sort of a void over many years really over a generation so that yeah. now it's the children who are getting the catechesis the children who are being taught how to evangelize yeah and it's the parents that need the catechesis and the parents that need to be evangelized too because they didn't have that for yeah. a number of different reasons, which is probably a whole nother show, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I think it's beautiful to see. And, and, and I do love that our, our Pope and, and our Bishop, especially too here in Florida, that they, they see that and they really encourage that. And they encourage that, um, that looking toward the youth for inspiration, which is, you know, a whole big thing behind this podcast for sure. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So, so each episode, Frank, we ask our guests to issue a challenge to our listeners. So do you have a challenge to give our listeners when it comes to maybe evangelizing within their own family? Yes. So I've been going back and forth with it as we've been <laughs> talking and definitely preparing before this, but, um, I think, um, I, I have one. <laughs> so, That's good. Um, uh, let, let me know what you guys think as well. It's <laughs> my, my challenge to you guys listening is probably, um, you know, add something to your faith life, not, not anything crazy, but, um, something you can add to your faith life that, um, you wouldn't normally do like maybe extra, uh, prayer time or maybe meditation on, you know, how your day was every day, or, you know, start reading the gospel every day. If you can't make it to church or if you can make it to church, great. Mm -hmm. um you know participate more often um don't really you know try to show off your faith life to other people mm. um especially you know your your family that's not really like what I did and mm -hmm. never did that or never thought about doing that um mm -hmm. ever I think once you really start to know God and really work into your faith life and you know become closer and one with it mm -hmm. um people start to notice yeah and um you know they it's another thing as well like you may not think a lot of people are watching but um <laughs> they definitely are they are and yeah. um i guess i'm a mm -hmm. example of that so yes yeah. if you can add one thing to your prayer life or faith life in general um 
that you think would bring you closer to God or just, um, you know, kind of expand your personal faith life a little bit more, that'd be great. That is, yeah. that is my challenge to you. I think that's an awesome challenge. I agree with that. I think that's great. <laughs> well said. For sure. Father Bob, do you want to close us in prayer? Yes. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, you show us the way, the way to live in truth that we might have eternal life. We know of your love for families, a love that was lived out in the Holy Family in Nazareth. Send your spirit upon us and upon our families that our families might fulfill their potential as domestic church, as the place in which the faith is first learned and first lived. May the Holy Spirit strengthen us and our families on the pilgrimage that is this life, that all might safely and successfully reach their destination that is you. And we ask this in your name. Amen. 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 In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today, Frank. Thank you, yeah, Frank. No, thank you guys for uh, inviting me out. This, uh, this is my first podcast experience. So. <laughs> I'm glad it starts with you guys. Absolutely. Anytime. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you to our listeners. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Be Alive. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you are listening to help others find us or share the episode with a friend. Be sure to follow the Diocese of St. Augustine on all social media platforms to hear about the wonderful things happening in our community.